Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action247.com. And if you want action, get in on the action with Action 24-7. This Wednesday with 12 NBA games on deck, it's time to parlay. Put 50 bucks on an NBA parlay, plus 500 odds or greater, and you'll get an extra $15 if your parlay hits. Friday, with the conference tournaments in full swing, it's time for a college basketball parlay. Put $50 on a college basketball parlay plus 500 odds or greater and get a $15 free bet if it doesn't hit. As always, you can use code DADS100. They will match up to 50% of your first deposit up to $800. So that means if you deposit $800, you get an extra $400 by using code DADS100 at action247.com. Today's show is also sponsored by Orca Coors. And you know what season it is right now? It's dad season. And it is dad season year round because if you use code dad season, you'll get 20% off your whole order at Orca Coors. That is the collegiate coolers they have right now. The tumblers, all the other great coolers they have, all the other awesome tumblers they have. They have a whiskey barrel tumbler. They come out with seasonal tumblers. You never know what they're going to have. Lots of cool stuff over at orcacoolers.com. Be the envy of dads everywhere with their roto molded coolers and awesome Awesome, awesome products. So go ahead and use code DADSEASON. You'll save 20%. Tell them we sent you. Last but not least, today's show is sponsored by distilleryproducts.com. If you are a store, a distillery, a bourbon group, or maybe you're a podcast like us, go ahead and go to distilleryproducts.com. They have wholesale pricing, some of the best in the whole entire biz, and you can get laser etched glassware at those wholesale prices they also have awesome swag they've partnered with mirrors so there's some cool tumblers and things that you can put your logo on go see the crew see carson see janie vicky the whole family over at distilleryproducts.com what's what you got i got on a sweet hat which i guess doesn't do as much for a podcast but <laughs> i thought you would attack it right off so now i feel kind of bad hey Peter, what's going on <laughs> The only other thing I have is what the hell's up with these blue tags? And I know we have plenty of people that don't live in Tennessee, have no clue what in the hell I'm asking about. But every single, like the Tennessee mandate, people get new car tag. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is dumb, but honestly, it, it's been on my mind. And I, I, I ask you these kind of questions. So for those of you that aren't Southern, Zeke is referring to a license plate and <laughs> Tennessee has changed. And the sad thing is, is I have a vanity plate. I have the University of Kentucky, Tennessee license plate, but I really do love the blue tags. I've always loved the TriStar. I've loved Tennessee's flag. They have now changed it to a blue license plate plate with the tri-star in the circle in the middle of it i think it looks really good it's a nice throwback i just didn't know if it was mandated or not 100 percent. like up paying to get it which sidebar number one uga is once again trying to get a collegiate tag in tennessee how every other school has one and we don't bewilders me i see arkansas state tags <laughs> georgia couldn't get the the numbers to get one you can't tell me they aren't um, trolling us and have been for years. They said you had to win another national championship before they do it. I saw three community colleges with the, a state tag the other day, bro. You telling me they had more alumni that were willing to pay than UGA does? Yeah, Austin P. One state away. One state away. Austin P is paying a lot of money. And the second sidebar I have. Talking about the TriStars popped in my head because I was taking the kids to get some uh, sporting stuff the other day. Have you seen this new logo they have 
where Tennessee rips off the Steelers and then calls it the TriStar logo. No. They changed they change the color scheme up. Dick's had tons of shirts and sweatshirts and shit. That's like some company that it's not a real sanctioned thing. There was something I saw in there one time. I mean, somebody did it. Somebody's buying it. Yeah, but it's just some company that made it and then found a way to get it into Dick's only in Tennessee. If you got Dick's to carry your product, you're probably doing pretty well. I don't know. I don't know. Academy had something that was on sale for five bucks and it was called uh, the Tennessee Bourbon Trail. And it was a Tennessee Bourbon Trail shirt. And I immediately messaged over to Sarah Beth from the Tennessee Whiskey Trail. I'm like, y'all know about this? And she's like, that's going to be gone pretty quick. So some of the stuff that gets into those stores, I will just say, is not the best stuff. So we could talk about this all day. We're, we're, We're rambling on. I think we should start the show. everyone my name is john edwards with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's trick of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us part of your day buddy you got us on a rant why'd you do that i mean i'm good at certain things you know that there are certain things you are very good at a lot you are not good at it is fat <laughs> tuesday and yeah, i didn't uh, even realize it thank you for bad. reminding me it's fat tuesday for me every day other than that i didn't order a king cake i had the kids earlier anything special for them i feel kind of bummed but you know the world comes at you fast some days good job buddy way to not do something fun with the kids really drop the ball on that one they they still got cake plus um our buddy uh gigrich was in town doing a pick for his birthday a couple nights ago long story short somehow he ended up at a charity function somehow he ended up paying a hundred bucks for some homemade m&m cookies kids loved them i don't know that isn't really up your wheelhouse because like the sweet of, was there frosting on them? Cause you're more of a frosting guy. Well, I gave them that before supper after supper, they did get a piece of cake and literally it's a, a bi-layer cake. They cherry pick frosting off the back, off the top, then split the layers and gut the middle and then say, done dad, we're good. I'm like, the cake's still here. Yeah. We don't like that. We want the icing. I'm like, I love you, but. Damn it. <laughs> you were like, I was hoping you were going to have some left for me. Layla leaves a little bit. She's not, you know, she's only three. She, her, her fine motor skills on cherry picking aren't the best yet. But Charleston, he, he leaves nothing behind. He knows what's up. He's going right yeah. for it. A lot going on, but not a lot going on at the same time. Anything you want to tell the people? Uh, do we have any announcements? I don't know of any. Well, real quick, before we go ahead and start this, I want to remind everybody, Folds of Honor in Tennessee is holding Drams and Jams on March 24th. It is a pretty awesome event. So far, Kip Moore and Charles Esten are going to play. There's going to be three other people playing as well. There's going to be a whole bunch of whiskey there. There will be awesome silent auction items. I was talking over to Andy at Campari, and there's this really cool long branch growler, but it kind of looks like steampunky. But it's super cool. It's like it's got the growler, but then it has like a big long spout 
that comes up from the bottom. Looks super cool. We're going to get that in the silent auction. There's going to be, and a whole lot more. Old Elk is going to give some of that infinity bottle. We have an interview coming up with the one and only Greg Metz. We had an interview with them and we tasted that infinity bottle. It is damn good. So lots of awesome people donating to this event. Make sure you get your ticket now. Go to fohevents.org. That's fohevents.org, and you can find a way to get a ticket for March 24th. And just so you know, Folds of Honor actually provides scholarships to the children of fallen and injured soldiers. So it is an awesome organization. You can go to Folds of Honor Tennessee to learn more. Just put that in your Google. You can hear all about them. Each scholarship costs about 5000 So an event like this, if we can raise some money, we could get multiple scholarships for some kids, and that would be an awesome thing. So, Zeke, I know there's something else you had on your mind before we actually got into some whiskey, so let's hear it. Yeah, I just want to remind folks, you know, there's some collab efforts, picks, hodgepodge, whatever you want to call it, that we've done with both Blue Note and Old Dominic, still in uh, Middle Tennessee stores. And New Riff, we had, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we've done. The Blue Note 17, the Penelope, the Penelope blend, the Old Dominic, the New Riff, the Blue Note blends. There's a lot. You never know what's lurking still either. I don't think half of those are lurking anymore. If oh, no. Crap. Broadway Brewhouse South just got the Blue Note 17. Man, PJ slacking. So they got a Blue Note 17 down at Brewhouse South right now, along with they have our Blue Note blends, and they also have our new riff pick down there. Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, we did them. We're fans of them, but I think they're all very unique in their own right. And I would encourage anyone, if you see a bottle, to to grab it. If you don't like it, message us. Tell us what you don't like. Honestly, we love constructive criticism more than anyone and would love to entertain those thoughts. Now we are moving on. This has been our cue for a minute, and I feel bad to our friend Andy, who sent this our way, and that is uh, Andy Wall. He is the president and winemaker at Daylight Wine Company in Sonoma, California, and he decided to go ahead and make some whiskey, too. He has a rye and a bourbon. This is ammunition rye and ammunition bourbon, but they're both finished. So it's technically whiskey. So the rye whiskey is straight rye whiskey finished in Pinot Noir barrels. And then the bourbon is straight bourbon whiskey finished in Cab Sav barrels. And this is all stuff as a winery. It's super easy. I haven't taken a sip of these yet. I know you've been taking sips over there. I am slacking, but this is a... I'm going to say, I'll give you a reprieve in about one and a half questions. Did they make the whiskey or source it because they were already a winery and had access to all other barrels, etc.? So this is a produced because it says crafted in small batches by Ammunition okay. Distillery. And that crafted, you know, that ain't distilled there. No, that's, that's fine. I mean, I, it's not a, a judging term. I just kind of like to know what I'm perceivably working with here. Is new make that's one and a half years old or did they buy some juice that's probably at least four i was gonna get to that hold your horses i didn't even give the spiel and you're already getting into the questions sometimes you're just slow bud i'm not slow you said hold off like i i was literally introducing everything you said hold off let me ask you all the stuff that you're about to say on this bottle, it does say crafted in small batches by ammunition. So we know that it's aged there for at least a year. But what I do find, oh, there it is. Never mind. Never mind. By the way, sorry. Distilled in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. 
I mean, we all had a sneaky suspicion, right? Yeah. And then the rye is a blend of two, three, and four year rye whiskey finished no less than three months in wine barrels, which were previously held. Several vintages of Sonoma Pinot Noir from ammunition. This process imparts a sweetness and tannin unlike that of any other rye. You can smell it on the nose and see it with your eyes. <laughs> I mean, can we pause there real quick? Yeah. So you smell it on the nose and you see it with your eyes. Do you taste it? They didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to knock it, but it seems funny. Like you've got a consumable beverage, so to speak, product, but you don't reference that. I don't know. It's a missed spot. The same thing here on the flyer for the Cab Sav bourbon. This is a blend of two, three, and four-year bourbon finished no less than three months in wine barrels, which previously held several vintages of ammunition Sonoma Cabernet Sauvignon. This unique process imparts a sweetness and tannin, unlike that of any other bourbon. You could smell it on the nose and see it with your eyes. <laughs> I mean, I hope they listen to this, and I even more so hope they don't take this as a dig, but like, is that not comical? Is I kind of really feel like they got two-thirds of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> did this uh, spokesperson, you know, like, did the phone cut out? Did, did they fall in a manhole? I mean, what happened? Like, well, somebody would type it. There would be like a copywriter that typed well, I know, it. But you've got like, oh man, here's your selling lines. Smell this. See this. Hey man, a phone cut out. What the hell was you saying? I think somebody like was doing it and then. <laughs> You know, they got ADD and they, they went off to the side. Like they saw somebody moving and then did not go back and type it. And they hit the order button before anyone else proofread it. Like we have a thousand of these labels. Sorry. Well, guess we got to put them on the bottles for now. Who knows? It's good though. Like, And we know obviously the rye is 95.5. The interesting thing for the Cab Sav finished bourbon it's a special mash bill of 60% corn, 25% wheat, 10% rye, and 5% malted barley. So it is a four grain well, yeah. MGP. You want to hear the ratio okay. again? I mean, I could say I did and I'll write it down, but at the end of the day, do you, do you think it's going to pull weight? I would just say more wheat is than rye. It's a four grain, but the secondary grain is wheat, not rye. And then rye is the tertiary grain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd pick that up and random MGP talk for about half a second, but are they putting anything out that's a four grain under their own? Is there a Remus product that has that mesh? I don't think there is, but you know, I'd lose track of things pretty fastly. But at the same time, I, I don't really recollect hearing too much of anything coming out of MGP as a distilled four grain product. I, I think they blend a lot of it together. When Penelope does it, they blend it all together in the end. Yeah, that, that you know, obviously that was what I was thinking of, but I can't place a distilled four grain product at least from them. So that's interesting. I still think there's a can of huge worms that MGP's putting out that you don't think or know they do. I think a lot of the stuff, if they put it out that way, you're going to see a lot more with the Ross and Squib than you would have with their contract distillers. What's Ross and Squib? That is the distilling arm of MGP. They've renamed it the Ross and Squib Distillery. Guess you read an email I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. Hey, now in all fairness, I still ping you a lot of times and say, have you seen this? Uh, 
don't don't throw me under the bus that way. I'll I'll, I'll take my beatings when they're appropriate. Yeah. What do you think about which one do you want to do first, the bourbon or the rye? My notes for these are different, but I would say my lead-in is the same. And you apologized earlier for us taking a while to get to these, and I would probably say it's equally or more my fault since we will go back and forth on like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? What do we have in the hopper? Yada, yada, et cetera. Anything finished, I'm pretty sure I always push to the back like, eh, well, you know, if we get hard up, I guess we can do this, but I'd rather not have to do something I'm most likely not a fan of. And I'll admit that at this point, when I see wine finished whiskey products, I'm fairly prejudiced. I, I don't mind saying that. I, I don't think I'm going to like it, but I'll say for both of these, and I'll start with the rye first. For the ammunition rye, uh, finished in Pinot Noir. Before you go in here and start talking about it, Zeke, totally understand and feel the same way. You know how we both feel about finished, and you know I push you a little bit more because I'm like, hey, these have been sitting here for a while. We kind of owe it to the guys to get to it. The one thing I will say about ammunition is a lot of times, like this is their first whiskey offering. You're getting MGP whiskey and you're going ahead and finishing it right off the bat. These are the only two SKUs they have is this rye and this bourbon. Once you find out about the company though, and you know that it is the winery first and foremost, right in the middle of wine country in Sonoma, California, if there were any two whiskeys that you're not going to question why these are finished in wine, like this is a no-brainer. If they didn't finish it in wine at the winery, like it would have been a swing and a miss for them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get that obviously. And I would also say there's plenty of folks that have done similar things that I would call a bigger swing and a miss, almost to the point of you put that out. That's how you want to jump into the market. I came in here with an open mind. And I'll say for the ammunition rye, which is finished in Pinot Noir, I thought the rye spice was very nicely uh, you know, calmed into a blend of clove and like citrus rind. It's herbal and still earthy at its core. And it still kind of just pushes the boundary enough for people that I would say, don't love rye to where they would try this and really teeter and have to kind of like rethink themselves. Like, oh, you poured me a rye. I'm not really into it. That's fine. I'll try it though. And in the first sip, they're probably like, it's a tad bold. Second and third sips though, like it welcomes you in and then the boldness kind of fades a little bit and it G's and ha's pretty well for me actually. Funny thing about this that I will say is I will pay it a backhanded compliment because this one does not necessarily hit my palate. But if you go back to the Doc Swinson's episode that we just did and we were talking with Jesse about, hey, we normally don't like finishes, but a good thing about a finish is that it complements the whiskey and it doesn't overpower the whiskey. I would say what this one really does well is it doesn't overpower the whiskey. This Pinot Noir is not overpowering the rye, which rye is pretty powerful on its own. And I think you get both of those tastes in there at different times. The reason that this one doesn't hit my palate and the reason that this isn't my jam is I taste too much 95.5. And, you know, like I'm really getting that that mint and the wintergreen on the front. The Pinot lets it shine and that fruitiness and, you know, but there's a lot of rye spice, but it's really complex. 
I would say that if you like 95.5 and you like a little bit of sweetness too, this will be your jam. The other thing I will say about both of these is that they're 30 bucks. Oh, what was the proof on these? Sorry to interject. It just popped up. I didn't even mention that. Good call. 90 proof. Wow. All right. So I would even give it probably a few extra points, so to speak, for being 90 proof and having a little pop to it. You know, I mean, like it lets you know it's there. 100% it lets you know it's there. And, you know, even my palate aside, throw that out. At 30 bucks for a finished whiskey that blended two to four years, like it certainly by no means tastes young. There's nothing about it that I'm sitting there going, oh man, this is young MGP that they just kind of stuck a finish on to hide how young it is. It's blended well. No, I I certainly agree with you and lead into the bourbon or. Gotta agree with you. Let's go to the bourbon. I like that. That was the best segue we've ever done. <laughs> so the bourbon for me, it's sweet, but there's also I this what I would call mild hints of the cab. But similar to the rye, it's there as secondary, tertiary, quaternary, even like where your notes go and where you percept these finishes. And I think that's the biggest thing that's working for them. I would agree. Not to take off what you were going to say. I know you were like a mid mouth open, like you were going to say something, but I feel the same exact way. It is the fact that these complement, but don't overpower each thing. I mean, the whiskey itself doesn't overpower the finish and the finish doesn't overpower the whiskey. Yeah. You like to say the word synergy a lot. I think there's a lot of synergy in these bottles. There's either synergy or symbiosis. As The Rock would have said during his wrestling days, (laughs) you know your role. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. To be fair, The Rock still says that. (laughs) Well, he should. But the only other thing I was going to say is I wouldn't want to negate noticing that someone who blended these two, three, and four-year whiskeys for both products, had to do a fairly to pretty good job. Because again, only three months of finish time. But I I think that's what works. And maybe it's the fact it was their first time doing it. Somebody paid extra attention. They monitored it more than some other places do. And it got to the point like, whoa, starting to turn. I think you got to give them credit because they are winemakers and it's not like their first time dealing with whiskey and blending stuff together. I think that's an important thing to remember that they have been doing this for a while and it ain't their first rodeo. Easily in that regard, but I mean, in a whiskey regard, it's not apples to tangelopes. Going from wine to this, you know, if you would have told me someone's going to send us not one, but two wine finished products, and you're actually not going to complain about either one of them. I mean, <laughs> but good for them though. I, and, and the price, the price on these 30 bucks, I'm not a 95, five guy. Everybody knows this, but I'd be stupid to tell you not to buy both of these. Yeah. Uh, hands off to them. I, I hands off to them. Isn't that what the word is? Hands up, off. I don't know. Clap. Hats off. Like you, Uh-oh. you tip your cap. I'm not taking my hat off. But you say hats off. Oh. For all the stuff that you give me, you're wearing a hat inside. <laughs> I still can't believe you haven't gone there on this, but I'll go there since you haven't. Tonight's the what? State of the Union. No, we're yes. a non-political show. That's why I didn't go there. I know. We're not watching it. We're not going to talk political. But that doesn't mean I can't 
wear my Kid Rock for U.S. Senate hat. I wasn't going there because I know that's why you wore it and you wanted me to mention that, but I just think it's ironic. You give me shit for wearing a hat inside all the time, and this whole show, you've been wearing your hat. It's an ethos. But for real, to say I'm not surprised by these two products would probably be an understatement. To me, speaks a lot for wine-finished both rye and bourbon. As generally speaking, like I said, John and I both try not to be uh, prejudiced or, or come into things with a closed mind, but we kind of know what we do and don't like. And this is the one of the better surprises I've had in a long time. I think as far as finished whiskeys go, this has to be in the top for me out of a lot of them. I mean, not not the very, very top, but it's in the conversation of if I only had one hand, it's going to make that hand. I don't know what order those come in right now, but like this is up there. Wine finished for sure. Yeah. And I think the thing that's crazy for me is the age here for the age that they are. And maybe that kind of adds to the sweetness, but I'm not getting a lot of youth. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I with you, man. Like before we talked about these, I was like, all right, we picked this one a whim, but I'm pleasantly surprised. Me as well. Go ahead and find them on the web. Find them on Instagram at Drink Ammunition. You can find some online retailers. I know there are some places that you can buy it and get it sent to you. But great stuff, Andy. Good job. Thank you for sending us this whiskey. We're sorry it took so long to review it, but hope that you still like us. And any uh, you know future products that come along, we'll actually bump it up now. You, you, you feel some weight. <laughs> <laughs> sorry again for any uh misconceptions but in the future you i try to get it up sooner but you don't <laughs> understand how much zeke whines and i'm like hey let's go ahead and do that cab sab finish really do we have to really i admit my shortcomings i don't mind it go ahead and find us on facebook at dad's drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dads instagram at dad's drinking bourbon please leave us an open and honest review just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink zeke where else can the folks find you music city us of a don't call it nash vegas cheers ciao